Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. On a great day for Talk Radio, weather watch for tomorrow. We're told it's going to be blustery and uh, there will be a whole lot of uh, stuff, debris whipped around by winds going up to uh, 70, 80 kilometers, which is, you know, still small beer relative to what happened in the Carolinas and continues now unabated. They're saying uh, there's still obviously a long way from having the water start to recede. Uh, Reggie Giacchini, Global's uh, Washington correspondent on the ground there, is going to join us after 5 o'clock. We've also got our panel with topics worthy of discussion. Sue Ann Levy in a few moments, but first I wanted to get to something that, uh, as a follow-up from last week when we were discussing whether or not Ford ought to uh, put into place a policy that any disruptions of, uh, you know, speakers on campuses here in Ontario uh, should also be met with a withdrawal of funding. At that time, we were talking to John Carpe, who's the president of the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms. Well, they've updated the file they have uh, with a Freedom Index, the Campus Freedom Index, which is an interesting read. I wanted to get John on here to explain it to us uh, in quick detail. John, good to have you back in the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. So you've got this Campus Freedom Index, 8th Annual. Okay, I must have missed the previous seven, but here you go. Uh, <laughs> against the backdrop of Doug Ford and what you called uh, the Chicago Principles from the University of Chicago, uh, where, you know, you, you have no right not to be offended, for example. And uh, it's kind of a shot across the bow of snowflakes who want their safe spaces and, uh, you know, uh, guard against trigger words or uh, episodes and so on and so forth. How have you uh, gone about this then, grading the various universities and the student unions A through F? Uh, what are the grades of some of the more prominent schools in the province? Well, a lot of uh, the universities get graded on their policies and they get graded separately on their practices. And there are quite a few universities. Uh, University of Alberta, for example, has an A for policies. They have really good principles. They explain that free speech is paramount and that uh, the university is all about the pursuit of truth. But then they turn around and tell a small campus pro-life club, well, if you want to put up a stationary display on campus, you have to fork over $17,500 worth of security fees. And if you don't do that, you can't have your event. The Wilfrid Laurier University and University of Waterloo have done the same things with uh, Lindsay Shepard and with guest speakers that she has wanted to host. They allow uh, mobs, uh, activists, uh, internet protesters to raise a threat of disruption. And rather than sending the invoice for security fees to the people that are doing the disruption or threatening the disruption, what they do is they send a security fee invoice to Lindsay Shepard or to the group that wants to host a speaker or host a debate. And then typically the campus group can't uh, host the event because they can't come up with $17,500. So the universities can get an A for policies and an F for practices and the same for student unions. They could also get A to F for policies and A to F for practices. 
Now, you set up this fictitious Doug Ford University uh, just as sort of a litmus test of what uh, one would need to satisfy to get an A. You've got four uh, criteria that uh, you've established, and uh, I know you've sort of alluded to uh, one just now, but tell us about the others. Well, uh, Doug Ford University, uh, Ford U, would be... um, The ideal, let's call it. Yeah, a hypothetical doesn't exist, but but if the uh, if the Ford government proceeds to hold universities accountable to taxpayers and make sure that universities actually keep their promise, which is to be there for the pursuit of truth and to allow for frank debate and open exchange of ideas, if the Ford government holds Ontario's universities to that standard, a lot of them are going to get a B. Uh, and that's a lot higher than what many of them are getting now. Um, th- what the universities have to do under Ford's policy is uh, have clear principles uh, in favor of free expression. They have to have a clear policy uh, stating that you cannot disrupt um, uh, events. You know, if you don't like mm-hmm. what somebody's saying, uh, explain why she is wrong or why his argument is wrong. Don't just say uh, silence them. Um, so on, on the different criteria, uh, the, the only thing that's really lacking is that they're a little bit unclear about whether they would allow universities to still censor speech on the basis of vague criteria like, quote, discrimination. Uh, it, it's one thing to, to say that the university as an employer cannot discriminate in its employment practices, but if you take that word outside of the workplace and say, well, you can't have speech that is discriminatory, well, that's not, uh, that's not a good standard because uh, you know, all, practically all speech is discriminatory, discriminating between good and bad and between true and false and so on. Uh, so the, the policy needs some work, but on the whole, it should, be, uh, it should do a lot of good. All right. So you're a free speech absolutist, and you think the Ford government ought to follow that rule as well. Uh, you also talk about an A grade only being possible if there's an absence of uh, overt or implied speech codes. Some of these schools have them, don't they? Well, most of them, uh, most of them do. And and the problem is that they are not when they have policies against discrimination and against harassment, and that's okay for the workplace. But then they don't clarify that. You know, sure, you, you cannot mistreat your, your colleague or your employee or, or your boss, and you, you can't be, uh, you know, making sexist comments or racist comments in the workplace and so on. And, and that's all well and good. But what happens is you get, uh, you get people like at uh, McMaster University last year, uh, the Diversity and Equity Office uh, announced that the university should not be hosting uh, Dr. Jordan Peterson to come and speak. And as, uh, it, right after the uh, university's own diversity and equity office announced that, in the name of you know ending discrimination, uh, a whole bunch of loud protesters were in there chanting and screaming and banging drums and ringing cow, cowbells and totally shutting down the event. And then the university president said, well, that's okay because they weren't violent. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff that has to stop. Well, yeah, it's like Justice Brandeis once said years ago, uh, you know, your right to free speech doesn't include yelling fire in a crowded theater. I would submit to you, you can't pull a fire alarm in a crowded theater <laughs> so to disrupt these students. That's a, 
also one of that's those another, th- it's a technique they use yeah they pull a fire alarm and then you know protocol has to be followed and everybody has to leave and it it, it, it kills the event and the universities are just kind of standing by watching this happen they're not taking action and you know now they complain that their autonomy is being violated by the ontario government well so it should be uh the the autonomy doesn't extend to uh deceiving taxpayers by promising to be a a place where you pursue truth and you have frank debate and then breaking the promise and then still getting your money so it 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 curtails the autonomy of universities to censor speech on campus and and that's entirely appropriate when you consider how many billions and billions of tax dollars they get every year that's why I like this, and I wanted to talk to you. The Campus Freedom Index is just out, the 8th Annual. You can check it out at the Justice Centre for Constitutional Freedoms, whose co-author and president, John Carpe, has explained things to us this afternoon. I always appreciate it, John. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having me on your show. You got it. In a moment, we'll get to Sue Ann Levy. She's got other things she wanted to address as far as a municipal election upcoming October 22nd. It uh, may be a case of some of the folks on the left cannibalizing their own. Uh, (laughs) Oh, happy day. We'll get to her next on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.